It's also that they're a very convenient way of draining money out of the public schools because in many cases, ESAs have no accountability or oversight built into them. Arizona is a good example. And that's why I was hesitant to say, you know, the New Hampshire's might be the most dangerous because in Arizona, what they've seen is tremendous fraud and abuse and nobody can do anything about it because there again is no oversight built into this. And that's by design, right? Because the end game here is not, despite the rhetoric, about serving kids. It's about undermining the public education system. And the best way to do that is by depriving it of the revenue that is necessary to run schools. If you succeed at that, then the whole system begins to collapse. Then you really do create demand for alternatives, which presently doesn't really exist. In states like New Hampshire, people are generally pretty satisfied with the schools that their kids attend. Um, this is not to say that our schools are equal. This is not to say that our schools are as uniformly excellent as we would like them to be. Our schools have problems, and those of us who care about public education are the first to recognize that. But I think we believe in the fundamental principle of public education, of universal taxpayer-supported public education for everyone to prepare people to participate equally in an egalitarian democracy. And we simply can't have that in a private system. And we don't really want a private system. And that's why efforts like this generally try to dodge the democratic process and really try to subvert the public education system rather than offering a viable alternative that people could compare side by side and say, you know what, we actually like this thing better, right? You're not going to like it better because instead of getting enough money to actually pay your child's tuition, right? I'm not talking about an expensive private school. I'm talking about even the tuition at a public school, right? Which on average nationwide is about 10,000 bucks. You're going to get on average here about half of that. And what are you going to spend it on? Well, if there isn't oversight built into it, you could spend it on whatever you want. And that, of course, is going to raise major questions about what we, the taxpayers, are getting out of this, right? What's going to happen to the young people who are being educated on, on average, about $4,500 per pupil, right? The whole thing doesn't really hold water. Here in New Hampshire, uh, there's, you know, this additional threat, which is that in many states, there's at least something baked in to say, okay, well, this is only going to apply to, you know, uh, low income population, people who are below the poverty line, or it's only going to apply to special education populations. Um, here, you know, there are going to be lots of people who are qualifying, uh, including families who have never had their kids in the public schools, which is effectively going to be a handout to middle-class families paying private school tuition, right? Uh, hey, you can afford private school tuition. Well, here's, here's a few thousand bucks for you every year. Um, and again, you have to question the motives there. And if the motive is, well, let's just find a way to bleed the public education system of resources, then suddenly it makes sense. Oh, right, right. The point is actually to destabilize the public education system so that you can once and for all cross that off your to-do list, right? And create a privatized system that we, the public, don't pay for, that we, the public, have no say in. Um, you know, you can finally get those pesky teachers and their unions uh, to be quiet and, you know, bring about the kind of oligarch's dream uh, that, you know, many of these far-right conservatives are in favor of. Little regulation and no accountability. <laughs> there you go.